and you know, like classic fear stuff. Like her family's all on the floor, unmoving and not moving, and unmoving and not moving. <laughs> what? <laughs> tattoo filled in today and that it's painful it's more oh. painful than last time Oof. because it's all there's like solid black sections mm. it looks really good i had a thought earlier that i was just like what if i get a tattoo before april and i was just like no grace you have to get two crowns put in your face before april Ooh, <laughs> oh ouch don't do that <laughs> one of them's happening three weeks from now so good luck my poor face is getting no breaks this year. No. I complain about tattoo pain, but it's really, really not that bad. Like, it just it just feels like a bad sunburn, which, like, is not fun, but it's tolerable. It For is all that I make fun of my fine. appearance, there's no meat on these bones, so I have a feeling that tattoos <laughs> yeah, are not going to be a fun time. <laughs> oh, getting that... Look, look, getting that tattoo doesn't feel good. But the afterwards is like, it just kind of feels like a sunburn. And you're like, I can deal with that. And then you take three weeks off and you go back for your second session. And you're like, this isn't so bad. So that's my experience, at least. Today, I was being tattooed for three and a half hours. And I, I was like, oh, I'm hitting my pain limit. <laughs> Everything hurts worse now. I don't I don't really sunburn, though. So mm -hmm. what a new experience for you it will be. Um, speaking of new experiences, this is the first episode of the new year of the main campaign. Hi, welcome to Spells and Whistles. We are a D&D &D 5 e <gasps> podcast. Oh, happy new year. year. Episode 10. Let's go. That was smooth. I'm really impressed. Thank you. I've been working on it. I still think it's funny if the segue has nothing to do with what, what's going on. That's. I, I think the funniest one was Good the bit. Trader Joe's one, honestly. <laughs> um, My friends are so silly. Everyone's in different places right now, except I think Meg's in the same place, but just blanket forded, which but is on the floor. really good. And <laughs> Jay's got a new background, which also happened two weeks ago. So, yeah. I, this who is knows exciting. If Jay actually has a bedroom anymore. I We're not sure. Live. In she might be couch surfing. Twelve places. I no. I'm rich and I own ten <laughs> homes. Actually, right. Oh that's what man. I yeah. thought you said not to give out that info. So you know, I was thinking that. about it, but I just kind of realized that I'm tired of being, um, you know, being humble. I'm so, swatting yeah. Jay right now. <laughs> <laughs> one of one of the houses that Jay owns is Ben. Oh. <laughs> and. <laughs> Ben actually rents it from yeah. Jay. I'm the She's my landlord. Uh, landlord. Ten, yeah. ten months of the year. Uh, speaking Jay, of which, Jay you're doesn't not, want to live Speaking of which, you're not getting your security deposit back because of the incident. So. <laughs> yeah. You know, just too many holes in the wall. So. Is that rager he threw uh, last week? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> after the harrowing <laughs> events of getting Melwin's emotions back from her puppet patron, the group tries to make decisions about what to do with them sans Melwin's input because she couldn't care less. Um, suggestions flew around, eventually settling on giving Melwin back the emotions of fear and curiosity. 
No one is quite sure how this will affect her or if the puppet is still around. And after this, who knows what they might find at the university in Kindir. I I think during this long rest, Melwyn, I, I think you have two dreams and they can be short or long or whatever. But I, if you feel up for it, I would like you to tell me two dreams, one about fear and one about curiosity. Um, okay. Um, Melon's dream about fear is probably a nightmarish version of her waking up alone in the tavern, which was already pretty nightmarish for 12-year-old Melon, but I think she wakes up and the ta- and the puppet is like towering over her and the shadows are longer and the lighting's all weird and freaky like you see in nightmare sequences in TV and film and you know like classic fear stuff her family's all on the floor unmoving her friends are all on the floor i think um for all that she turned it into her personal fidget toy while she didn't have her emotions it in the mind flayer goop probably immediately comes to mind um watching Auden drag Myla's unconscious body away in the middle of all of that is probably coming to mind it's like every bad thing that has happened to her in the last two now almost like in the last two years is like replaying in her nightmare um mm-hmm. for curiosity I think Melwyn finds herself in a giant never-ending library and the first thing that comes to mind visually is the rows of memories in Inside Out where there's these huge shelves that are just stretching in this big foggy area um, and there's all sorts of colors going on and you know because we're in magical steampunk fantasy land there's all kinds of weird gadgets in gizmos and other things um, and she's just walking around exploring. I think there's like notes kind of on the wall, conspiracy style, if you've ever seen Inside Job when they're in Reagan's mind. Um, she has all these conspiracy boards everywhere with the red string and everything. I think there's stuff like that for the people that she's traveling with. Um, so like there's a drawing of like id and all of his armor and there's definitely like an ouch or two written there somewhere and there's myla and xander and uh all the questions that no one has about myla and all of the questions that she has about Odin, um which mainly in her childish mind kind of amount to shark she's a shark shark lady on land <laughs> <laughs> Breathes air? <laughs> Breathes air? Shark how? <laughs> I love it. I kept it serious for most of it, okay? No, it's great. Do whatever feels right. Um, you all wake up n- the next morning. It is a nice day. Good day for travel. Tiny bit of breeze. Um, and the sun is shining. Yeah, what do you guys want to do today? Get back on the road. Yeah, absolutely. You guys pick up some breakfast on the way. Um, they make you like burritos so that they're Ooh. easy to carry. Yes. I would give anything for a breakfast burrito right <laughs> now. I'm so hungry. Freaking <laughs> breakfast burrito right now. I, oh my gosh. <laughs> sounds really good. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> and 
and uh, you guys head back out on the road. It's probably about half a day journey from here, um, so not too much time to fill, but I am going to introduce a new travel mechanic. I have made travel tables, and <sighs> there are three categories. Um, so they were a world for the category, and then I have made tables that correlate to a D100 roll, and so they will roll for a prompt. And uh, that's how we're going to start our little travel session. So is anyone feeling brave and wants to be the first one to roll for the travel tables? I'll do it. I like okay, rolling Okay, go dice. for it. So you got to roll a D6 first for the category. Okay. I rolled a four. Okay. Um, and then roll a D100 for me. Ooh. 17. Okay. Um, on the way to Kindir, it's mostly flat grassland. Um, there are a good number of cart tracks along this road. Um, it seems like a very well-traveled path. Um, the slight breeze is keeping you cool after walking for so long and getting uh, warm from that. Uh, but it's nice to see some of the tall grasses like swaying back and forth. Um, and I think, Auden, you notice... Are you kind of at the front? I think she would be near the front. Yeah, she's kind of uh, not maybe not leading the way, but I think she wants to be up there so she can kind of just kind of keep her eyes scanning the surrounding area, the horizon. If anything is coming their way, she wants to know about it and just kind of observing and uh, just seeing everything that this grassy land has to offer. Absolutely. Um, and I think like, you kind of look over towards the side um, to your left and see some tall grasses like it's been for the past few hours. Um, and uh, as the grass kind of like moves out of the way slightly, you see this rock that has a glow to it. It's just a very slight like yellowy tinted glow, like nothing super strong, but it, it's, it seems like, like it is... Uh, just kind of steadily outputting the same amount of light. How large is this rock? Uh, it's maybe the size of a curled up cat. Okay, so not one that she'd be able to pocket or anything like that? No, but it's carryable for sure. Like, you could pick it up, but it's probably <laughs> not going to fit in your yeah. bag. Um, I think she is going to tap on Myla uh, and just say, you know a lot about stuff, especially hmm? science-y stuff. Yeah. Um, there's a rock over there that's glowing. Is that is that oh. supposed to do that? Is that, like, magic on it? Or is it, like, maybe it's alive? Do you know, do you know um, what that's all about? I mean, if it's m alive, it's probably magic. Um, so that's that. Um, I think, I don't know. Lots of things are weird. In the inked expanse. So it could be. No, um, let me. Hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go over to it. Yeah. And. Wait. Auden's gonna pick up a little pebble from the ground in front and throw it at the rock first. Okay. Bounces off the rock. Okay, you can go. Okay. Sometimes. Where I'm from, if things are glowing, it could be a trap, and it could be trying to lure you in to eat you, so... Oh, I just didn't want okay, you to get gotcha. eaten by a rock. 
Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Speaking of walking towards things, sometimes doors also do that. So if I'm looking like I'm <laughs> casting something, sorry, I meant to mention this a while ago. Um, if I look like I'm casting something and there's like a door, sometimes bad things can happen. They can be like those really mean like underwater in between the rocks fish. So. I will be very careful of doors going forward. Not all doors, just if I stop at a door and I'm like, whoa, hang on. Maybe just like, whoa, hang on, you know. I understand. Cool. Awesome. I'm really glad we got to have this talk. Okay, I'm going to go touch it. Um, I'm going to walk over and I'm going to touch the rock and cast Identify. <laughs> I'm so excited about this. At least one character has to have a stupid paranoid fear about things. So it happens in every single one of my campaigns. It I mean, happened it's... with Jay's character when I played, when I ran a campaign with Jay in it. Her character was afraid of all rocks. Yeah. Just all of them. What's a mountain but a big because rock? Because one rock, I think, attacked her. And now, and now yeah, it's all I walked rocks. into a freaking mine. I'm so excited and it's like about three this. rocks attacked me and took down like half my HP. <laughs> It's Damn. just like Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by... I'm kidding. We're not sponsored. <laughs> you broke Benjamin. You broke Benjamin. So you broke Benjamin. <laughs> I, anyway, that's my tell me about duty. the rock on Instagram. You guys identify... I can't ever remember the freaking... I don't know either. I just I should I'm probably also have it up. Sure. I just remember it tells me what things it. are. <laughs> You choose one object you must touch throughout the casting of the spell. If it's a magic item or some other magic imbued object, you learn its properties and how to use them, whether it requires attunement to use, how many charges it has, if any. You learn whether any spells are affecting the item and what they are. If the item was created by a spell, you learn which spell created it. If you instead touch a creature throughout the casting, you learn what spells, if any, are currently affecting it. And if you use it on a bag of holding, you learn its contents. That's not in part of the spell description. That's just a fun thing. <laughs> Uh, you cast identify, and the spell almost gets you nowhere. The oh. only thing that you can tell is that this is a rock. Um, it's some kind of ore, and that it has some imbued and uh, natural yellow magic. Oh, um, interesting. It's. I, I don't think you know, like, you don't know what it's called. Um, you can make a, a nature check for that if you want. A nature um, check is... Oh, I'm proficient in nature? Wait, what? <laughs> okay. Are you sure the right character sheet? I'll kind of. <laughs> what kind of person takes proficiency in nature? Apparently me? Um... <laughs> <laughs> I think every character I've ever made has had proficiency. In yeah, but you're like I'm always woodsy. looking for an excuse to talk about plants. Meg, you're woodsy and, and natural, and I'm just a girl in the city. It's like a Hallmark movie. Um, it's going to be twenty five, seventeen plus eight. Yeah, this is Leskite. An ore called Leskite. Ooh. And, um. I was right. It is, uh, typically used for, like, magic items that need, uh, I can't, folk, like, foci, like, um, like a staff orb or, like, just an orb on its own or, like, as a little, 
pendant in a book, like whatever people are using kind of as a focus, sometimes this can be found. It's pretty rare, um, difficult to come across. So it seems um, weird that no one's picked this one up yet. Yeah. It, you know. Is it's, it like it's a good chunk of it. Like if you wanted to sell it, you could get good money for oh, it. Absolutely um, taking it and being like, Auden, you yeah. found this, but do you want me to keep it in my bag of holding since it's kind of rocky? Oh, that would be great. I okay. would like to keep my hands free. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, I'll just can you open my satchel for me? I can't hold this oh, with two yeah. hands and okay, cool. <laughs> Auden goes to hold it open. Puts the rock in and it just disappears. I'm glad you like the rock. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. It's, un- it's unprocessed. Okay. So you'll have to either get somebody to, like, crack it open and do something with it, or you can sell it as mm-hmm. is, which is also very valuable. For sure. Um, yeah. um, do you, uh, Myla turns to everyone and is like, so that's Luskite. Do you know what that is? Do you guys know what that is? Auden shakes her head. That's a new one. <laughs> Where falls a mining town? Do I know? Uh, I you would know dads. what it is. Okay, <laughs> you would know what it is, but it's you've only seen it like once or twice in your life, and it's always been in a processed form of like, sh- like carved down into something that is functional. Um, so I don't think you've ever seen it in like its rock form because your dads would have always bought it already processed. I think it's heard of like heard the name before, but never seen it raw or cool. processed or at so, least known that he's what he's looking at if he's seen it before uh Mila is gonna see Auden shake her head and is gonna immediately just be like okay so Luskite is actually a really important mineral and it was actually founded back and is just gonna spew history <laughs> and scientific facts about this item for the next however long before someone tells her to shut up yeah never absolutely. Um, nope. Until the next travel table. <laughs> Myla continues the history of Luskite all the way to the institute. <laughs> uh, something that I think is cool, and since Myla's going on about the history, we might as well throw it out there. Um, Luskite has yellow magic, which comes from like the sun slash the universe, um, which it can be um, artificially like pulled from. Um, but the theory about Luskite is that at some point, some sun-like thing exploded and sent down, like, all of these rocky shards. Because, don't come at me, it was a planet-like sun. So it was, like, kind of like a moon, but stronger, I suppose, with a very, like, flame-like atmosphere that (laughs) was not habitable for anyone and nobody knew there was like rock inside of it until this thing exploded and no one even knows when that happened like if it was pre-people or you know somewhere in the middle like nobody knows but that's the current theory is like that's where it comes from all right do we want to do one more travel table Yeah. yeah all right who wants to roll next I'll roll. <gasps> yeah. D6 first. Yeah. Three. Okay. And a D100. 84. Mm-hmm. So you guys are headed towards Kindir. Um, 
you know that you know Melwin that on this trail there is a small uh like creek crossing um with a bridge that's been there forever nothing like creaky or gonna fall apart or anything like that like it's a very well-made uh bridge obviously as a bunch of people use it all the time um Ed, where are you in the line of order i think it is definitely in the front yeah okay um sure. so you head towards the front or you're at the front and you head towards this creek and as you're like stepping on this wooden bridge that has pretty low like handrails so that carts don't go flying off but not nothing nothing that's gonna be too much useful other than that you notice that the creek starts like rising a little bit and just starts rising faster until it starts like covering the bridge and leaving the sides of the creek and it's like it's overflowing at an an unnatural rate it quickly like catches you and as there's more water the current is getting stronger i think it will um look back towards the rest of the group as they're behind him and as this water starts rising he um shouts uh, get up a tree up a tree quick um oh, and will just like he he doesn't think he has time so he's going to hold on to the handrails and take a huge breath okay what's everyone else doing I don't think Melon's capable of climbing a tree. The last time she tried, she broke her leg, so... <laughs> oh. <laughs> climbing a tree? So what? what's she do instead? I don't know. I think she freezes. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Myla is... Do we have... Okay, sorry, just, like, from my brain... Can I do like a yeah. like a like a two things or can I do like is it like a you have time to do one like action sort of thing? You get to like pick which direction you're going. Like whether does that make sense? Like whether yeah. you stay there or you climb a tree, like that's what I wanna know right now is like which Okay. What option are you picking? So I guess one thing, but <laughs> if your one thing is two things that become one I'm thing, climbing a tree near Melwyn. Sure. Because I okay. have a, could, I have a backup plan for her. I think uh, quantifying near Melwyn is still probably forty feet away. That um, because should be fine. Yes, that is fine. Forty feet away is fine. I'm just clarifying beforehand. No, so we understood. Don't have to do I this appreciate you after vastly. The bridge kind of is like. The bridge is lower than the ground level, so the ground kind of comes up pretty, uh, like, above you, but kind of quickly, like, falls away, kind of like it was a hill that got cut in half by something. And so there are trees, like, on the outside of this bridge, but definitely not in the middle of the creek. What's Auden doing? Um, she is going to run over and kind of scoop up Melwyn and get her to a tree. She's less concerned about getting up a tree herself, um, because okay. it's water and she likes water and she was planning on splashing around a little bit anyway. And so I think she's gonna just make sure that, like, uh, Melwyn is up and if she has more movement or, you know, again, kind of, like, nebulous, not really initiative, but if she has more, uh more time she's gonna try and get to id so she can grab him in case he gets like pulled off the bridge 
Um, she can. You can, you can get like halfway back. Yeah, for she'll today. do that. So help Melwin up and then go for it. If Auden's helping Melwin up, I think I'll look at Auden and I'll say, I can get it if you want. Um, sure. I, sure. Yeah. I mean, I was going to. It's like currently up to its waist. I'm going to look at it and be like, Id, trust me. Just give me all your trust. And I'm going to cast Vortex Warp on him and get him up a tree. Okay. Give me all your trust. It's so good. I think that um, this is the first time I've cast this spell. I think that uh, the water (laughs) around it just sort of like explodes a little bit in some like fire explosion and just almost like a Houdini magic trick. Just like he just appears somewhere else. (laughs) And then I try to grab tree branches that are appearing right next to me. Yeah. (laughs) Before you fall through a tree which would not be fun no you guys get to a tree um and the water rises so that it kind of comes just to the top of the hill and some of it kind of comes out towards you guys on in the tree um but you can tell by especially Odin can tell by the current it like calms down enough in this pinch point and there's not enough water that the tree is safe enough um until either you can figure out a you can figure out something else or b this thing goes away the creek stops rising at when it kind of hits the top of the the sides that it's encased with um and just stays there for like 20 minutes whoa i think auden will like like i said she was planning on splashing her in anyway so i don't know if she even would have like gone up a tree unless the current was like really really fast so I think that she's going to kind of go for a little swim uh, towards this kind of pinch point and see if she can kind of clear away any debris to help it, like, drain any quicker um, to kind of uh, open their path back up again. Sure. Yeah, it's not too difficult. There's kind of some rocks and tree branches in the way. You know, you can spend some time taking away all the debris in the bridge crossing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a little bit of a a Sisyphean task because it keep, there's like more that keeps piling on, but you're making it easier for later you for sure. Like, like you're beating the rate at which these things are coming towards you. So you're making progress. It's just like getting pushed back a little bit every so often. Eventually the creek like dies back down to its regular height and seems to stay there as well. Where do we think all the water came from? Mullen, is there like a dam up there or something? Anastasia? <laughs> yeah? Um, while we were in the tree, could Mullen have cast Detect Magic? Sure. <laughs> That's why I asked. <laughs> I figured it was for a reason. Yeah. Uh, you don't see anything within the, uh, 30-foot radius that it gives you, other than stuff that you've already clocked before on your friends. There's no dam, and nothing magical, other than, obviously, what we all have, so I'm not sure. Curious, though. Well, um, it's a little soggy, but there is a trail again, if you guys want to come down from the from the trees we can carry on or if you want to um i don't know 
it's gonna take a long time to dry, so I think we're just gonna have muddy feet. Way better than the alternative of being washed away by muddy a river. Pants. Not, oh, that right. Yes. Oh, also muddy pants. Yeah. Milo was at like the toppest point of the tree she could get to, and she's like looking down at the wet, like ground, and is like, "Okay." Is it like really bad for you to get in water since your hair is on fire? Um, it's not bad. I don't think. I just don't like it. It's really uncomfortable. It gets really, it gets really smoky, and I can't see. Mm. And some people think it's hard to breathe. I'm kind of used to it, so like, it's fine. Um, also, I have a lot of like, you know, like inventiony things on me, and. Metal and water do not go together. So, um, ah. Xander looks at Auden and just gives her a look like, Yeah. <laughs> he climbed up the tree behind Mila and kind of <laughs> helped her up and now is like, kind of just has her head, his head like underneath your foot. Oh, yeah. To like try to help you. It's okay. It's okay, buddy. Um, so yeah, I just don't, I mean, I don't not like it. Um, it's just not my preferred. It's not my favorite terrain. <laughs> um, that makes sense. Um, understood. I will keep an eye out for that. Okay. On the road again. Uh, the creek is about two hours from Kindir, so two hours. Like, an hour is what I meant to say, and my brain said no. Um, Double it. The, the creek Double is about an hour from. Person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you like one hour of travel time? So the creek is about one hour. I almost said it again from Kandir. <laughs> um, and uh, you guys get to the city. It's midday. Everyone's kind of running errands, doing work. It's a very busy time of day. Biggest things you notice is a lack of goop and that people are starting to seem uh, less glassy-eyed than you left them, which is good. Yeah, so uh, where are you headed? I think if everyone else is okay with it, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time here and honestly might prefer camping than staying. I agree. Milo's going to turn to Melwyn. Do you want any more of your um, emotions back? Have you had some time to think about it? I know we sort of gave you a few days, but um, I don't know. Uh, It's been like 18 hours. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like a few days. (laughs) (laughs) Just checking. Like a day and a half. We traveled for a half day here. Let's be clear. (laughs) Uh, I love Mila. <laughs> um, it hasn't been a few days. Well, like, right. kind of been a few days. Like, not it's really, not, but, like, kind of. It hasn't even been one. It's been more than a day. No, not really. No. It's Milo, fine. are you alright? Yeah, I'm fine. Water really throws me off. Do you want your emotions back? Apparently, usually a lot better at math than that. I'm fine. I'm okay. We're good. Can I I insight check this? (laughs) Of course. Um, That's an 11 minus 2, so that's a (laughs) 9. I rolled 
natural 20. Oh no, minus one. I'm sorry, it's a 10. I rolled a natural 20 for a charisma check. I don't even know what I was rolling, but I was like, I'm just gonna roll it. It's a natural 20. Um, Mila is perfectly fine. Mila's perfectly fine, but above table. Jay just has no sense of time in game, and I'm trying to play it off. <laughs> But my <laughs> oh, Grace knows this very well. I'm just doubling down. Uh, but I, I'll and leave a twenty breaks character. But I'll leave a does. secret message for the for the listeners. Myla is not okay. <gasps> oh, also, God. whoever's editing, I guess. Yeah, that's right. I'm editing. <laughs> it's her. <gasps> it's Jay. So only Jay will um, know. Spoiler alert: Myla's very not okay. Oh my. I can't wait to find out the in way four she weeks. plans these things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're good. It's all coming up, Jay. <laughs> I think I would like some back, but I'm not sure which ones. That part's a little bit harder. Okay. Well, I think we have a little list of them because Auden told us the ones that you know, like. Yeah. she saw and then like also i can remember things really well so you do have a good memory mm-hmm. i'm very proud of it cool <laughs> I, I do have i do have the list do you need me to send it to you i'm not sure who the you in question is in this case i'm not do you need lie. me to send it again to everybody i think the only person that has it is meg no it's in the chat we have the list of the items, not the emotions that are yeah. correlated with them. But you would know. Auden does now, so we'll just... I think what I said last time is I'm just... Uh... Oh, shit, look at that. <laughs> Whee! I'm just saying that everybody has this knowledge now because mm-hmm. it's make... it's going to make it easier. The bird on Melwin's me... belt being love is making me feel things. The picture of vomiting family being shame? What the fuck? Vommy. I have questions. Okay. Give her awkwardness. She's a teenager. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't need awkwardness for that. If you I love this bottle of alcohol. Does Melwin just fucking (laughs) Does Melwin just chug a bottle of alcohol? Is that what happens to get that one back? We do not condone Look, underage drinking it, here on Spells and Whistles. Look, I think that it was originally sadness, and then I couldn't think of anything for awkwardness, so I was like, well, I'm putting something else. Don't cover me. Or- I do actually have reasons for all of these. Mm-hmm. We're not coming for you. We're just ab- admiring your work. <laughs> you want to know? I'm cu- actually, do you want to know the real reason that the picture is shame? I would love to know why the picture yes. is shame. Because... It's inside the tavern where you got separated from your family. And I think that there is probably, even if it's tiny, a little bit of, like, that you did this to yourself. Like, you chose this kind of deal. Like, that's not mm-hmm. true. But it's always there. So I think Interesting. That there's I like a, lot of part, a, a, a small part that is like, like, I did this and I'm ashamed of that. Not a small part. I can tell you that now. <laughs> I can stress. I'm just- I cannot stress this enough. Og, you know. Og. Og. <laughs> I love this. That's, this is awesome. that's the real reason. That's, that's the real awesome. Reason. I know. Why it's there. Um, maybe we can discuss and think about it while we find somewhere out of town to spend the night. Okay. Yeah, we can find somewhere. 
outside if that makes you feel more comfortable about it. Sure. Yeah. Do you like sleeping outside more, Auden? Um, I don't. Uh, it, it's nice. Um, I do like beds. Those are nice. Um, but I just don't like Kindia very much after our experience here last time. It was not very good. Being here makes me angry. So. That's fair. Why does it make you angry? It makes me angry because we ended up in a bad situation multiple times and decisions were made oftentimes by myself that very negatively impacted the rest of you and I am mad that I didn't think it through more and I know that you guys are not well I don't know for sure but um a lot of times when I make decisions I make decisions based on what is best for me and when traveling with other people those aren't always the best decisions so I'm mad that I didn't know that until now can I make some kind of check to see if um, there's anybody who is clocking our group that seems sure. like they're still like giving information to the mind mm. player yeah give it a try Probably a perception check because it's a wisdom-based thing. Sure. Ooh, uh, 17 plus 4 is 21. Uh, doesn't look like it. It kind of seems like the people that you are looking at um, are kind of like half, half, uh, there's half themselves. You don't think that the connection is strong enough in any of the people right now that the mind flayer would be like actively looking through somebody's eyes but the possibility is there mm -hmm. just doesn't currently seem to be the case cool um while it is sort of looking around Milo's gonna go and tap him on the shoulder hi um so we might want to go check in with Ari either today or tomorrow. I don't know how long we're going to be here. Um, I had to lie to her, like, pretty badly last time we were here. Um, and I know why I did it. But I don't know if she knows why. And I don't want her to be mad at something that saved our lives um and also i feel bad about lying to her okay so go apologize i don't know how i think you're asking the wrong person for help here so should i ask Aunt yeah exactly Mel? Uh, <laughs> okay. We're such an emotionally stunted group. Help! <laughs> <laughs> For multiple reasons. Okay. I think um, you should just try it yourself and do your best. Uh, that's so hard, though. 
I'm really bad at talking to people about how I feel and how they feel. I, sorry, I know that you are in charge of Xander, but I think that it'd be, I think it's really funny to have him look over at Id, like, and you don't even need an insight check. It's just very much like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Ghosted by my cat. Yeah, a little bit. So fucking sassy. I love it. (laughs) I think he's slightly behind you, though, so you can't see him. Uh, but it can. <laughs> well, I'm not going to do it for you. No, I don't want you to do it for me. I just don't want to be by myself in case I read something wrong. Because I'm not good at reading other people either. That's the issue. Well, I don't think I'm going to be a calming presence. <sighs> you, you, like, bonded. You, the two of you are, like, like best friends, right? That's true, but I think that will turn it into, hi, you're both my friends, you have to listen to each other and accept this. I'm having a hard time seeing how that's a bad thing, but okay. You don't want to force people into feeling what they want to feel. This is what I've been talking about for two days now. I know, I know, I know, I know, I just... I think her hair sort of like <laughs> brightens a little bit and it's just like <laughs> I think if you're going to bring anybody with you, bring Melwin with you. <laughs> At least she doesn't look threatening. There's <laughs> this conversation happening. <laughs> this is like, I don't know. In the street. <laughs> maybe like, right, maybe like, like five or ten feet away from you guys. Brad. Are you alright? Mine is glowing brighter. She's <laughs> trying to figure out how to talk to people. I can't do it! <laughs> I can't. You're so good at doing it, you're just afraid of this version of it. Go talk I'm... to her now. It's, de- it's 20 feet that way. Go, now. People don't listen to me! <laughs> yes, we do. Shut off. up and go. <laughs> I such a dad. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, want to hold Xander back. He's looking back and forth like, I don't really know where to be right now. I, I think there there's probably like some kind of like handle zone somewhere on Xander. Like, <laughs> and, it, and it just like grabs it and looks at Xander and just gives him like a you stay look. Oh, do damn. You, Mila, do you like let that happen? Because... even even subconsciously just myla turns back and is about to be like xander like come with me but i think she looks at id and says the only reason i'm letting him stay with you is because you might have been freaking brain controlled by some stupid puppet now too good she turns away (laughs) cat scrub clenches her fist at the It means good, Xander, staying with me. Not good, I'm being controlled by a puppet. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to clarify. I saw Grace's face go, oh no. (laughs) I don't have a poker face. It's amazing that we managed to keep Melon's secret as long as we did. (laughs) Which wasn't very long, but still. Uh, Milo, you you head into the tavern? (laughs) 
I'm gonna head before I head into the tavern. I'm going to see if I can stop ten people on the street and give them a survey of how they would want someone to apologize to them. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that, but you're gonna be in sight of your group the whole time because that's that's fine. It's just a straight shot to that's the tavern. Fine. Okay, that is fine. Um. I don't know if you have a response for this, Ben, but it sees this for sure and is like seeing Myla stop people (laughs) as they walk by. Great. What is she doing? It does does take you a while to get 10 people to stop and answer you because (laughs) if you've ever seen people on the street who are trying to get any sort of anything from anyone, most people pass by. Yeah. It takes you yeah, like it takes a, bit. a good 10 minutes, 20 minutes to get uh, people, 10 people's answers. <laughs> Basically, most people say like genuinely and I don't know, like, uh, I guess that they just mean it, right? Okay, uh, have a good day. <laughs> like, walk away. <laughs> Jay looks so stressed out right now. (laughs) See, here's the thing. Me as Jay would not really have a problem doing this. Myla, however, is very, very bad at this kind of thing. And so I think that, like, with every response she gets, her hair starts, like, smoking a little bit more. And, like, a tiny bit more. And it's just like, okay. (laughs) That is not helpful at all. People are so... If people could just... I don't know be smarter this would be fine um she'll walk to the tavern melon is gonna turn to her old two older companions and just go did you know that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results because i'm not sure i ever <laughs> learned that yes you turn and auden is no longer there <laughs> that's what true i fuck? think everyone's passives are lower so what did you, I, uh, Maggie rolled stealth. What did you roll? I rolled a 19. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure everyone's got a passive perception lower than 19. Did you way lower? <laughs> we have to have a to get that high at this level. I'm just saying, pretty sure. And you never know. And we lost Auden. How did we lose Auden? How do you lose a shocky lady in the middle of a city where there's no shocky ladies? I don't know. Perfect. Milo, you walk into the tavern. Um, you see Ari like cleaning some glasses with a rag behind the counter. Um, she just kind of sees you walk in and like rolls her eyes slightly, like just a little bit, and then goes back to looking down at the the glasses that she's cleaning behind the bar. Um, huh. sort of dusts off her dress and. <clears throat> adjusts her goggles. Paces for a second. Let's go. Goes up to the, the bar area. It's like, hi. 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 Ar- Ari. Um, I wanted to say some words um, because okay. I did bad things. Well, they weren't I mean, they were, they were bad for you, but not bad for me. 
it was a whole situation where there was a lot of people in trouble and people were going to die and my friends were stressed. So it was a really bad situation. So there was words that should be exchanged because of that. Um, and those words, they shouldn't be exchanged. I should give them. They're going to be given. It's the, I'm, I am sorry for lying about Id's intentions. The, that's bad. That sounds like Id was involved. It was not involved. It was me. It was all me. Um, because Id was dying and I needed to s I don't know how much. I needed some people to help me get him back. And that included you not knowing to keep you out of danger. Um, okay. So I apologize if that made you feel like I was like a bad person for that. Because that was not what I meant. Because it was to uh, a high stress mostly, timeline situation. I'm mostly just like, it's okay. Yeah, no, it's well. Yeah, like he's fine. Because when I go to a library and he's not there, like... I have no idea if he's okay, so. Yes, so that's the other thing, is that it's okay. Well, yeah, he's fine. Uh -huh. He had a run-in with a mind flare and then a puppet. It was a whole thing. But, like, I think he's fine. He says he's fine. What? It, I don't even know what the first thing you said is, but the, I. Oh. Uh, does, uh, is he afraid of puppets or something? People. Um, no, he's not afraid of puppets. Our friend Melwin is a, well, she. Is afraid's a bad word because I don't think she knew it. Um, but the puppet is scary. Got it. Yeah. Cool. So are we okay? okay. Are you okay? Are we good? I uh, yeah, I guess. Cool. All right. Thank you so much. This is such a relief. I'm glad that this went well. <laughs> and um, I don't know how long we're gonna be in town. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, we can't be outside of town if you need anything. Good to talk and see you. Goodbye. Um, and he's going to turn around and walk away. Poor Ari. Oh, my God. <laughs> Myla thinks that that went swimmingly. She's like, that was the best I have ever ever said sorry about anything and no one was mad at me or at least she thinks so <laughs> so she's like i did it the surveys were Jay. worth it you're brilliant and i love you i just need you to know and my that. friends that are so, so talented <laughs> talented role players um Auden, you snuck off where are you headed she is just trying to get out of town um the direction that we are eventually going to be traveling. Um, and she is... What time of day is it? About midday. Oh, I don't know why I thought it was so much later. Okay. Um, it only... It took... <laughs> it took half a day of travel. I know. I know. My brain is always like, you reach a town and it's always Jay. about sundown. <laughs> um, half day. Half day. Everyone yell it at, at them in the Discord when you hear this episode. Took a half day. Took a half day. Um, I didn't do shit. In. I'm just kidding. 
I didn't do anything either. <laughs> sure, blame the blue crew. Um, because Full it's blame. always the blue crew. <laughs> uh, in that case, she's not going to leave town. I think she is going to. Yeah, I think Auden is going to go and uh, she's going to go to like a, a sandwich shop. She's trying to find some like lunch, some food. <laughs> yeah, this this the subway chain. This the kindier version of Subway. Um. <laughs> you can get an eleven and a half foot long. Wait, not foot. Hang on. Wait, no. Oh gosh, that's a big sandwich. Wait, no. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> no, it's canon. It's canon now. It's canon. This is. Oh, no. oh, it's not even close to the world record. <laughs> this is her whole <laughs> She tries There's to find so a sandwich, and sandwiches for her companions, too. Sure, yeah. I mean, um, an 11 and a half foot sandwich would do that. that that'd feed all of them, that's for sure. Um, oh my gosh, this is the would. only place in... Ospi where you can get an 11 and a half foot sandwich. <laughs> I don't want one that big. I want small, personal-sized sandwiches I know. for me and my buds. Is that too much I just to ask? That they, I forget that worlds probably have stupid stuff like ours do, where it's like, if you can eat this whole thing, then you get free sandwiches for a year. Like That's probably a thing in this world. How much of the um, sandwich do you think Id could eat? All of it. All At of it. At least Absolutely five and three quarters it. feet. Absolutely That's all like of it. That's like his size. Yeah. Anaconda snake swallowing. His jaw is unhinged. He yeah. laid down it's and like stretched out next to it to make worse. sure it would fit. Oh, God. Fan artists get on it. <laughs> oh, my God. Cursed anaconda anyone was curious. In case anyone was curious, the longest sub sandwich measured 2,411 feet. And five inches, which is insane. Half a mile. Wow. Um, I'm in pain. So That's so funny. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you go find regular personal-sized sandwiches for all of your friends. Um, yeah. I. What is Auden's feeling about fish options, like tuna sandwich? <laughs> oh, she does not mind. She loves tuna. Okay. Cool. Um... um they definitely have multiple choices, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she'll uh, kind of walk up and she'll have a very uh, big, pointy smile on her face. And she says, hello, um, could I please have four sandwiches? Yeah, uh, what kind do you want? Um, and she will, like, proceed to order what she thinks everybody... She might know what Melwyn likes based on, like, traveling with her a tiny bit longer... Perhaps not. Grace shrugs. <laughs> in the in the context that you knew her, maybe not. <laughs> um, and I would like to make an insight check on the person in the like taking the order. Sure. Um, she is looking to see if she is scary to this person, and I rolled a dirty twenty. <laughs> this person. Does not seem to care, not in a like you are scary way, um, but in a I'm working at a minimum wage job and we get weirdos in here all the time. Dang, even um, in the inked expanse, nowhere safe. Yeah, yeah, it's it's rough out there. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> Radical. So not particularly, but they're also not like looking up at you very much because that's you don't do that at a food service job. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she will finish her order. She will. Let me make sure she has money first. Hold up. That would be really awkward if not. No, yeah, I've not she given has, you guys she much has money. money. Yes, she does. I don't remember why, but she does. Magic. Um, and she will purchase the sandwiches, and I think she will go, and she will find some place to sit for a minute. And uh, if the party finds her first, or if she decides to get up and find them later, um, she's just going to kind of, like, sit and um, watch, just people watch a little bit as people kind of walk around. Absolutely. I think we're already at an hour, so we're going to stop there. Um, A rather tame ending, but it can't all be cliffhangers. So we will see if uh, the party finds Auden or Auden finds the party first next time. Um, And probably what kind of sandwiches (laughs) Auden ordered for everyone. You guys have a week to think about it. you're all looking forward (laughs) to that. No, this is your choice. Um, You're in character (gasps) for us. Oh, No. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Have fun making make sandwiches, work. Meg. Oh, I will. I will have so much. We can fun. start again. We can start an Inked Expanse cookbook, and now Ooh. we have four sandwiches to put in there. Oh my gosh! Saying. I'm so there. Talk um, about doing that at one point. I'm gonna make the <laughs> wildest sandwich ever. Okay. <laughs> okay. It has to be in the cookbook. Yeah. <laughs> Jay does it for the bit, <laughs> and only the bit. Only the bit. Um. She likes, like, maple bacon and pepperoni or something vile like that. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening Thank to you guys Spells for listening. and Whistles. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to outro. I, we're such, we're such uh, a wreck. It's fine. Uh, we'll see you all next week for another episode. Thank you for listening to Spells and Whistles. People yeah. follow us on social media. Join the Patreon if you'd like to support us. And we'll see you in the next one. Happy New Year. Peace. Yeah. Happy we- New Year. Happy, Happy New Year! Year. We don't. We also Year. don't even have to plug in an automated thing now. We can just like race. Cool. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs> bye. 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 bye.